Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the second instalment of Tiger Talk. I'm your host, Tiger. We're here today with the world's best-looking man, adventurer, Neverland boy, and owner of the world's fastest metabolism, my best friend, Zach White. Hang on, mate. Thanks for having me on the show, mate. It's, uh, it's my pleasure. It's such a pleasure and an honour to be on this on Tiger Talk. Thank you. Oh, we had offers flooding in. So many people just wanting to be here, but I thought, ah, oh, I better just start with... Felt sorry for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, mate, what, do you, what what brings you to London? Oh, myself, mate. Just uh, brought myself. Yeah, yeah. And the plane. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about it. Yeah. Um, here to London. Mate, I don't know, actually. So we were just in France. Yeah, France. A little road trip. We actually left all our stuff at, um, out in London at uh, your family's place. And we thought, hey, let's uh, leave some stuff here and... Just head off and do some road trips, and yeah, so we I guess we went to Portugal, yeah, and then France, and then thought we'd better come back here, back here to pick it up before yeah. we head off again. And a bit unlucky with the weather, yeah. But got a taste for yeah. what it's like there. Oh mate, tell you what, if anyone's out there listening to to this and wants to want some waves and some super vibey places in Europe, in Europe, B Ritz and Hossigol for sure was sick. Unreal times. Got a super unlucky with the weather. Yeah, but the weather was a bummer. Got just enough of a taste to make us want to come back next year. Yeah, it felt like kind of like Margaret River vibes. It was so cool. Yeah, and so cool. San Diego is kind of it's kind of like we were saying if they we felt like in Portugal was it Portugal? Yeah, Portugal or oh, no, Hos- oh, Hosigor. They'd cut and gone around San Diego and California with like a, a highlighter on maps. Cut it and then gone over to Portugal. Right and click, copy. Right click, right paste. Click, paste. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's Very a good, similar. It's a sweet little vibe there. Super chill. Never yeah. runs super nice there. Um, but also Portugal. That was a good start to our little Europe road trip. Yeah. When, um, went to Portugal in Ericeira. Caught up with a friend and Laura, and we went down the coast. Insane times. In search for some waves. Again, we. We got a bit unlucky, but that's the way the cookie crumbles yeah. sometimes. Good to cruise with the Duchess of Surfing for a while. Yeah, that was cool. Laura Crane, absolute gem. We'll have a link to her Instagram in the show notes. And uh, you cruised there, and for a couple of days we left early and went to Nice. Yeah. And you got a couple extra days of waves, eh? Yeah, well, I figured while there's waves here and while I've got time to surf... Um, like yeah, thought I'd stay a bit longer and catch the waves before. Like while you guys are in Nice in the city. Yeah. Um, I've been to Nice before and I haven't been to Portugal, so it was the first time in Portugal. Make the most. Yeah, of I wanted to make the most of it, and yeah, it's insane. It's like probably easily the best waves in in um, Cold Europe. water though. Take oh, your it was suit. freezing. What are we surfing in four three? No, I was in the three two. Three. Actually, we rocked up. Funny thing, we rocked up the first day. Thinking Portugal, yes, board 30, shorts, thirty degrees. 30 degrees. Everyone's out in their bikinis and boardies, just in the water and could <laughs> not move. I turned think, up in board shorts. I think I got one wave because I just couldn't paddle. And the <laughs> next day, literally, like used every like all my money to buy a wetsuit because that's what I really wanted to do. Yeah, paid dividends anyway. Oh, for sure. All right, so Zach, it's me. Your name is Zach, correct? <laughs> Zachary. Uh, we met playing cricket, 13 years old, roughly. Grons, mate. We've come a long way since then. How, how, what, how have you got to where you are now? How have you, how, where, where did this path <clears throat> venture away from the hmm. cricketer and the footballer to the adventurer, traveller, photographer, videographer? Yeah, it's a pretty weird transition, but I guess there's... There was a strong passion in both in what I do now and, and what I did back then playing cricket and that's what I've kind of like transferred over to um, Neverland Boys now is that passion and um, I've always grown up playing sports since I was like four like and yeah. like playing cricket and um, football and yeah I met you we were playing for Rockingham Mandra yeah. cricket club good Little times prom days like the smallest High I was voices. the smallest kid there and Elliot had the highest voice. <laughs> And um, yeah, it was that was just the start of something super sick. We had like a lot of things in common, like both lived in Secret Harbour and hit it off straight away, pretty much. Yeah, bowling leggies to each other and 
opening the batting cricket. together. <laughs> backyard cricket. Yeah, and that was just like, like honestly, as a childhood, the funnest times I've had. Yeah. It was just playing sport with like my best mates. Um, but I don't know, it kind of got to that point where <clears throat> um, I got a bit older and like uh, more opportunities started like open up and... Sport was getting in the way a bit. Sport was getting in the way a little bit, but it was something I still enjoyed. But it was also, I had to kind of get to that point where I needed to realise that, like, as much as I love it, um, I need to find something else that I love that will help me, like, you know, build a sort of, some sort of career. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I knew with cricket and footy, like, I wasn't going to be, uh, I loved the game. And, yeah, we had some fun times and we played some pretty good cricket. But, um it wasn't going to take me any like to any further level to like, make a career out of it and but at that the same age there's probably equal amount of chance of you not being a photographer as you hadn't even touched a mm. camera so when did that start coming into your life well yeah well i guess um because there's probably plenty of 18 year olds out there that are the same age in the same situation yeah i just kind of wanted to find <clears> some <throat> sort of passion that i really like like i did with cricket and then just like make the most of that, um, we, well, you, you did your shoulder, and, um, we had a friend, Andrew, that worked at Subway at Rottnest Island. This is on the west coast of Australia. Yeah, in Perth, and you, you said, oh, man, let's just, like, give maybe cricket a miss this year, I can't play, and I was kind of at the point where, uh, it was either I was going to really go for cricket and, like, mm. try to succeed at it, or... You know, do something else I love and maybe just continue that on the side. And so I guess we did that. We were oh, maybe just play cricket here and there just for fun. Originally it was just going to be a summer off, wasn't it? We're like, yeah. Just take the summer off and take then maybe the summer off and, hit um, cricket again next year. Because what, we've been playing since we were yeah. like, like eight years straight, just every summer, so Saturday, Sundays, yeah. all the time. So all it was our like, friends doing other things. I guess at that point <clears> we were like, we kind of need our Saturdays just to and that see kind what of, else is out there. But the... We had the sport kind of lifestyle, but we also had the beach lifestyle that was pretty big in our lives, but it was kind of taking more and more of a role, wasn't it? Like, we were like, oh, it'd be sweet to be at the beach or surfing yeah, or whatever. Yeah, because we just got to those hot days, we were like, oh, yeah. I just want to have a summer just of beach days, and that opportunity at Rottenhouse, the job came up, and we went, so we just charged it, and... But it wasn't the first summer that we started taking photos, nah, was it? but we just went there, and we got a glimpse of, like what it was going to be like. Got a taste. And we were just Heaven like, on earth, wasn't it? I don't want, I don't want to go back to cricket for... Well, like, oh, this is up, what everyone else is give doing. Give up right not playing cricket. Yeah. <laughs> so, kind of figured out why, yeah, everyone else isn't playing cricket and doing other things. But as much as I loved it, I think a summer at Rotto <clears> and just going, spending time at Rottnest was the best thing we've ever done. And... So it was nice to have that freshen up from sport. Yeah, yeah, for, for my whole life, just sport, sport, sport. Yeah, and then and you got that summer of beach days on some of the best beaches mm, in the world. Yeah, and I was just like, what? There's just if there's this like amazing, like beautiful island off the coast here. There's just so much more out there. So that was the kind of <clears> start where you started thinking about other places, maybe. Yeah. Or, yeah. But you were at uni at the time, mm. weren't you? What a year down. Yeah. So like probably. When I first went to Rottnest, it was about a year and a bit down. Um, went back to uni and um, we're thinking about doing cricket again, but then we're like, no, nah, this again, summer rotter would just be insane. So we thought we'd give that a crack, and that's when this whole Neverland idea started. Elliot, you did the the winter at Rottnest Island, and you had the sickest time ever, and you just like, I don't know, we started taking photos during that time, and then that's when we got the call up. Zach, we've got to come back. We've got like this insane little idea, and it was a Neverland idea. And I was just like, "Wow, that sounds so sick!" Like because we were kind of in two minds, weren't we? It was mm. like either we go back and play cricket, or we just do one more summer and maybe like just see what happens. Yeah, and just and see what happens. And no, actually, I was two two years down or two and a bit years down at uni actually, so I had a little bit to go. To yeah, smash out this summer. Um, and then go back to uni again. But yeah, this summer it kind of changed our lives, changed like, our lives literally. And I guess that's where I found, although I slowly lost my passion a little bit for playing sport, I like gained like passion in photography and filming, which was a thing I never thought would happen. 
It's crazy how just one camera can like change, like yeah. one little object can just change your life. Yeah, I mean, life. like we didn't even own a camera. We were just using Josh's and Jacko's when he came over. Yeah, for sure. Like I've always been interested in like the Instagram kind of thing and and taking photos and mm. making little GoPro like edits as a grown, but documenting. Just life like still, but... back then, I didn't really think that it'd be something that you could make yeah, a career sure. out of or like build on. Yeah. And then I guess just making in that Instagram page Neverland Boys and just seeing people like the different type of content we posted on Rottnest Island got us a little bit excited for like what more we could do. Yeah. And I still like won't forget the moment when we did our first trip to Indonesia. Um we were probably about three, four months into doing this um, Instagram thing with Neverland Boys and like we were just discussing like man we could just keep doing this and just see yeah, well, what happens I was going to say was there a moment where in your head we were like alright well yeah this is what I want to do and it was in Bali it was our first ever collaboration and it was with a villa no money involved but just like um, exchange of accommodation so we went it was kind of still our services. first work job though wasn't it like, yeah we'll go it was there our first we'll... collaboration Make your video and take <clears throat> photos and if we can yeah. stay for free. And so we rocked up at this villa and it was honestly that I've never seen anything as crazy as this before. And I was like, what? This is insane. Yeah. And yeah, it just got me thinking like, well, if we can maybe do this, we can do it like hopefully all over the world and the opportunity might get bigger and bigger. And it was that moment I was sitting on my laptop, either about to click, um defer or yeah I remember I was sitting at the table like looking over the ocean seeing the waves and I was like this is sick and I was picking my classes and I was like boys you know what like as much as I've only got like I only had six months to go at uni so nothing at all I was like what we're doing now could potentially be like career and more maybe yeah like could be more valuable than what I'd learn at uni and like, I could always go back to uni if, if it yeah, failed. Yeah, it's always so. there. And in no way are we saying drop out of uni here. This is... We're just saying, this like... Is ex- this, is a, this is just Zach's experience. With yeah, him. yeah. Um. <laughs> All these kids just said, right, that's it, I'm out. <laughs> no, 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 for sure. If it, like, it's good to have a base, like... Um, but I just knew that what we were doing like, fo- followed the same path as what... <clears> I studied marketing and advertising, so it followed the same path, and I feel as though having like proper experience in actually doing it was almost better than just like learning it from like a book or something. So. Yeah. But you already had like a bit of talent for it. Like I remember like you were saying with the Instagram stuff, like we were all just running, just posting photos of silly stuff like our food and silly like party photos or whatever. And you were always running like a real vibey Instagram, had a taste for a nice photo. Yeah, just like, like the creative stuff was kind of always a vibey, there. vibey kind of, Instagram, but never would I have thought I'd taken it seriously and try to do something more with it. But yeah, it was still that at Indonesia that first point that was just so that that was the moment. I think I remember yeah. you posted a photo sitting on the chair, yeah, and you said like something like I'm supposed to be at uni <laughs> now or next Monday or something. Yeah, I think that yeah that was the moment was I was it, like was this this was this is what I really want to do, and I think like what if you moment, really want to do something, there's yeah. There's no time wasting, like, precious time on doing something that you don't really want to do. Because I realised, like, in those six months that I could have gone to uni, we built a whole brand and we were... Turned out to be pretty We were in, like, another country in in those six months. So it was... Yeah, it's crazy what, like, such little time can do, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's just like... So how did... But because we had no money then, so... And we, well, we still don't now. <laughs> we had no money then. <laughs> Things but, don't change. So how, so how did you, so how, how did you make it work? Like, what was the, what kind of happened from Indonesia where you're like, all right, that's the end of uni. How, what's happening there? Where, where are you off to next and how are you making it work? Mm. Well, it was like, because we weren't, we weren't. Yeah, we kind of, or... I like, and then I, we, to do our next trip, quit my job, quit uni, um, we had a little bit saved up, but not a lot. But we got an opportunity um, with Gabby Epstein. Uh, she came over at Roto that first time. Yeah. That's where it, where it kind of made sense that what we're doing now uh, 
we could like make a career out of. Because she, like, she was doing it, wasn't she? Yeah, she was she doing it. She was like, we're like, what? How do you travel like what? my friends? This is insane. So she kind of made us realise then at that point as well that we, what we're doing, we could, we could do it if we really put our minds to it. So I guess that's what we did. So yeah, we went to Bali. And then she said, look, like we love your stuff. You should try come to Hawaii with um, a collaboration with Sony. Like everything we paid for, pretty much. Um, you just got to come and film and do like do a few deliverables. So it was just free travel in exchange for um, some like content, which yeah was just. But we got to go to Hawaii, didn't we? Like I remember them. My dream yeah. ever, like my biggest dream is like that moment. I remember to go we... to Hawaii. Yeah, and I couldn't believe we were there, and it was just the most insane. But you, experience. you, you and Jaffa were. <laughs> Oh, we're going to Hawaii. It's gonna be sick. And then the first three oh, days, yeah. you didn't <laughs> we were sick. That first three crook days. as a dog for three days. But we just couldn't believe like the opportunity that yeah, it was to do Hawaii, that. Yeah, I the beds are so comfy. <laughs> yeah, as soon as yeah, we heard Gabby say that, we just took it up and went straight down. It was insane. It was so yeah. cool. But yeah, we had no money. We were just like, yeah, let's just do it. Free trip to Hawaii? No way. Like it was so there. We rocked up. <laughs> Literally no money, but we just got through Hawaii. Went to LA. Still no money. No, we rocked up that first day. Nowhere to stay. I have such a vivid <coughs> memory. I think we were talking about this the other day. Of standing at Venice Beach with our suitcases, and we just knocked on like all the hotel doors. Like, yeah, could we make you a video? And we're like, hang on, we might be able to get accommodation by exchanging like content for it. And then we tried and tried. It just didn't work out. And we luckily had a, our good friend Jose. Jose. Um, that was running an app at the time, and he said, "Come stay with us." And yeah. he had a bedroom about <coughs> two square meters, and we had fourteen surfboards, <laughs> five suitcases, four huge muscling lads. <laughs> but I don't know; it was just we were that like, yeah. driven to like make it happen. We gave uni and our jobs up to like do it. So all right, let's just charge it and just yeah. see what happens. And um, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, you know. And so that was emails and. Meeting Every day, people. we were just yeah trying to make things work and try sort out a trip that will help us get us by, like get us by. And that was it, probably yeah. I think it's a testament to <coughs> to you and all of us, I guess. Like it, on the surface, it kind of looks like you're just cruising to Hawaii and LA, but people don't see that you. Yeah, every day I mean, you're just like there's only one moment a day where that photo is that you've posted, and people just think that you're just like doing that all day but they don't see like yeah. the emails you're sending and the networking and that's it and like before Neverland ha- happened like I never thought I'd even leave like my job and like uni and like, and everything like Perth to yeah. do what I'm doing now I was always that that guy that was just content with like the routine yeah like waking up maybe going for a surf and then going to uni getting uni done and then yeah. at night time I just had a part time job at a sports stadium. It's comfortable, isn't and it? And it was like crazy. I saw my mates every weekend. I was like, such yeah, a good is... life. I thought uni life was sick. Like, I got to like surf every day. Go, you, go you to uni, uni like two, two days, days a week. Two days a week, and then working like <laughs> just at the night time because most of the weekends off. I was like, sick. Like, that's pretty content. And then Roto in the summer. That's <coughs> then Roto in the summer. And then um, I don't know. I've always had ideas. Growing up, like, I want to, like, maybe start a clothing brand, I want to do that, but I've just never had, like, the guts or the balls to just, like, drop everything and try and make it happen. Yeah. And it was, uh, I don't think I would have been able to do this now without, like, you boys, like, by my side as well, otherwise... So, I think it's the same with It would have been pretty been kind of pretty scary just, like... Been learning it, together. Giving it all up. So, I guess the fact that, like, uh, yeah, like you said... You've got it written down. I've never been that type of guy to just go out and really do it. I've been pretty content. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a huge risk, isn't it? You've got six months of uni left. That's going to take you down the route of a definite job, pretty much. Yeah, it's just like a good safety net. And I yeah. kind of left that safety net, which well, I talk, never thought I would. Talk, talk, talk to us about the pressure of, of telling your parents and your friends that you're like, look, um, I've only got six months to go and maybe more with reference to because after two years of deferring you lose your degree don't you yeah so talk to us <laughs> about that conversation with mum oh well my mum's always been pretty supportive and like she knows that if I want to do something then it's not like 
silly or stupid idea. She will like try to support as much as you can, but she really like with six months left, she was yeah, really pushing like... me to just go back and do it. But it, I've I was at that point in my life where I was like twenty, like young, and I just didn't want to waste any opportunity that came my way. And I was like, look, I can go back to uni if I need to. I've got like two years to like hold on to my degree yeah. before I I can't go back anymore. Yeah, let me just give this a shot and see how it goes. And so, yeah, like I was talking about before, I decided to just leave that safety net. My parents supported me like a little bit through it, um, as in like, like supported my idea of doing it. Yeah. Because they, they didn't see the potential at the start, but once we got going and once they saw that we were getting around um, a bit, then like they started opening their eyes up a bit more about like the whole Instagram thing and stuff like that. And yeah, so it was just kind of scary leaving uni and... It's a bit of a controversial topic, isn't it? Bringing that up because you've got your sister who's gone out there and is making waves in female cricket. She's got a job working like in a really high-profile environment and your brother's coming through like getting offered like apprenticeships before he's even finished school. So for you to just come in and say, hey, look, mum, I've done two and a half years. I'm not going to finish my degree. Like that. Yeah, yeah, I was definitely shocked, but... um, I just, like, knew, like, this is kind of, like, my life now. I really want to just do what I want to do for a little bit. And if it doesn't work out, then I'll go back to uni and yeah. make sure I get a degree so I can support myself later. Um, but, yeah, I just thought it was something that, a change that I needed. needed. And um, yeah, I found, like, a strong passion in something, like, finally again. And, and that was photography. And, and, like, I don't know, I didn't think, like, going to uni anymore would, like, make it progress any, any further. Yeah. To where we are now. So, yeah, it was just all about leaving leaving uni and that safety net. That was, like, a big issue for me yeah, and my how, parents how as well. Yeah, how was the transition from that, um, knowing everything was going to be all right and knowing that you have uni on Tuesday and Wednesday and work on a Thursday night to now where everything's, like, you don't even know where you're going to be It's a lot week. of pressure because you've really got to work hard to make sure you've got money in that bank account to do your next trip, so... You always got, like, yeah, Monday work locked in and Wednesday and Friday, so that's, like, guaranteed um, money for the week. And then uni, I'll get that done. Hopefully, like, got time to finish my assignments and stuff, so that's all planned out. It's all routine. It's, like, a guaranteed routine and, like, it's a, like, safe kind of path, but also, like, a pretty free lifestyle. So that's, like, always, like, a... I don't know. That's... Like, that kind of lifestyle is always pretty sick. But Mm -hmm. then... Like what we're doing now, there's it's unpredictable, isn't it? There's, and there's people, no days off really. Like yeah. if you want a day off, that's fine, but then you're not going to really progress or get that next job. So, um, not many. All people see, like you said before, is just photos of us like in the sickest places. Yeah. In, and it is. It's like super fun. Like it's so I would, lucky wouldn't for change it for it, the yeah. world. But at Everything the end of the day, as well, out. we ha- we film every like pretty much every second of every day almost. Like probably yeah. over exaggeration, but when we have a job to do, that's what we do, and we're always editing and always filming, mm-hmm. um, and we're always looking, like emailing, looking for that next job. So, as as crazy as it is, if you if you want to make if we want to make this happen, we have to work hard for it. Otherwise, it's just gonna go back to square one, and we'll kind of have nothing to work off. So, how have you gone with that adjustment, though? Like with that personality trait that you have of knowing what knowing what's going to happen and the consistency how do you go well, with think... dealing with like not knowing what's going to happen or what you're going to be doing tomorrow and what time we're going to be doing or even dealing with me and Jacko who kind of are a bit more relaxed <laughs> about things you two are a bloody nightmare I'll tell you that much but <laughs> no it's good though it's a good um... it's a it's a big hit of like the... yeah for sure well, I found with like work and like work back you know, before I was doing this I had like a kind of a bigger role and like more responsibility so I had to be mm. more organized and stuff yeah and make sure I plan things ahead mm. to make things um happen like flow easier so I guess I kind of took that knowledge in like uni you kind of have to like make sure you plan ahead as well for assignments so yeah it all kind of flows together with what we're doing now where we kind of have to like still be organized yeah and um but not routine, like, we, we, like, I booked a flight to go home, like, yesterday, 
So out of nowhere. Out of, are you kind of enjoying? You kind of embracing <laughs> that spontaneity though with the lifestyle. Yeah, it's really cool. It's like super chill. Because um, there's probably a lot of people. Well, most people that go traveling, then when they go away on holiday, they know what they're doing every day. They know where they're going. They know what they're going to do, where they're going to eat, and then yeah, they know where they're going to yeah. stay every night. And like me being your best friend over the years, knowing like how you kind of work, that'd be pretty appealing to you, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean. <clears throat> I just like to be pretty organised, but at the same time finding that balance now, like yeah. being spontaneous, it makes it more exciting. And I think it like, certainly just... brings. I think we're starting to find a really good balance though with like <clears throat> your organisation and like probably the way that you've embraced this spontaneous kind of yeah lifestyle sure. and balancing that with the organisation I never, I never used of... to be spontaneous where I'd be like yeah let's just go do that I was just like yeah but think ahead I always like to plan and think ahead like what about this and what about that so but like being with around you guys it's like kind of opened me up a bit and freed me up and if we didn't mm, make those spon- spontaneous well, decisions then we wouldn't be where we are today and then but yeah like with the organisation thing it's like yeah we've kind of we're starting around. to get like the right balance kind of thing yeah which which has made it pretty good with all our streets made it work so so you spoke about um how you took what you'd learned at uni and like the skills that you'd learned from your job and you've like applied that to your lifestyle now mm. what, what about from sport are there any parallels with what you learned in sport either with like preparation or whatever that you i think yeah definitely over to preparation it? and like teamwork like yeah. for sure yeah. and we'd know we it's made it so easy for me and you because we used to bowl together at each end, and yeah. we used to we always used to open the batting together. So we always we always had that communication kind of side, <coughs> and um, yeah, so it was like I, I guess with sport, it's that passion for something and the communication and all those types of things that have like kind of helped make this happen. Like this is what we're doing; it's like a teamwork kind of thing. It's crazy how all these like without realizing it, but everything that we've done in our life is yeah. kind of we've kind of taken what we've learnt from that and it applies so practically in what we do now. Yeah. Like you're saying, the passion, the communication, like the organisation from your work and like the like right, we've got this project that we need to do for this brand and it's kind of like almost like a uni project in a way, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Like it's worked the same almost as like a uni project we did like these marketing campaigns. Yeah. <laughs> is it is it so a uni student listening to this are they thinking is from your experience as a uni student is it similar to how we do campaigns for sure it's, a, it's is it exactly like not it's not a similar layout like the layout for marketing campaigns at uni was like a proper almost like templated uh marketing campaign layout yeah which would be used on like a corporate job say it's like for a brand that's looking to um use like a marketing campaign to boost sales and stuff but for us we're trying to market our brand ourselves and we definitely we definitely use the same kind of um like what we learn in in uni is almost the same as what we're kind of doing now Mm -hmm. but it's like i know it's kind of hard to explain um i guess it's more like free in what we're doing and it's not like creative control yeah more creative control yeah um Probably as which well, is, you you weren't really in content generation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is like kind of opened up the whole thing for us. Yeah. And it seems sort of repetitive. Every marketing campaign at uni was the same, like mm-hmm. our same process, yeah. Yeah. Just find the objectives and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah. Um, and you still think about that now with um, Neverland Boys and this content generation and all that um, kind of stuff, but... It, yeah, it's just more creative and mm-hmm. you kind of think outside the box a little bit more. Yeah. And um, so you find a... new ways to market your, like the brand and stuff like that. Yeah. But definitely the same sort of concepts. Um, but it, it's we've easily learnt like a lot more being like more involved in it ourselves and just like learning it. The real life textbook. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much, which is... So in a way, really what you're saying is... is this is like the real world kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So is I've it what of... you imagine? Um, when you're at uni, you're thinking, "Oh, I've got to work on this campaign because this is what it's like when I'm not at uni." I kind and now of you're feel like, like now you're working on those campaigns. Hmm, I kind of feel like 
it's just not as intense as I thought it would be. Like, yeah, um, you don't have to write it all down, have it all laid out and set out. Yeah, and no references. Fire out. <laughs> references. That was yeah. my... No references. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it just feel I feel like it's more real and more relatable to the real world where like what we learned in uni, which is kind of like a base. Yeah. of what we should be taking into the real world. But it still definitely helped, for sure. Yeah. Like, but I felt like I've learned definitely a lot more just doing it and just mm-hmm. going out there and actually learning. So that's why I think people do a lot of work experience as well. Yeah. <coughs> While they're at uni, before they get a job, because they actually experience what it's actually like. Yeah. And it makes the transition a little bit easier. It's all based on you kind of thing, mm. like your, your initiative, yeah. isn't it? So I guess I've found that work experience yeah. in doing Neverland Boys, but I just haven't gone back to uni. It's so cool, man. Yeah. We haven't even sp- like spoken about this topic, so that's actually pretty pretty interesting mm, to hear for sure. me as well. As is, as is everything that you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so you're on Rotnest, and we've got the one we've got Josh's camera. What was it like when? What was it like when? Because you've just you're running a sweet Instagram, but you're just taking photos on your on phone, phone where everything's yeah, just, automatic. And then, oh, actually, the first time I like properly used it by myself, I took it out um, to take photos of surfing. Yeah. And Josh was Josh was surfing. It was on manual mode. Yeah. I took the phone. It clicked, and it was black. I was like, "What the hell? Why is it black?" It on my phone, like, when I click the button, it's perfect. Yeah. Like, why is it black? Oh man, like. Oh, like it's so good right now. It was like perfect, <laughs> like glass off and like sun setting. I was like, oh, he's gonna be spewing, having down to get these photos. And then I just turned it to auto. Yeah. Auto. I was like, oh, well, okay, that works, all right. And <laughs> then um, so he came back. And I was like, man, some of them were black. And he's like, yeah, that's all sort of the settings. And like, yeah, it taught me later and stuff. And it was just super interesting, like the whole photography yeah. and that was. It took us a while to kind of. It pick did, it up, but it was it? like when you wrap your head around it. It's because simple. It's pretty. It's a, quite a simple kind of. What's the word I'm looking for here? Quite a simple like concept, isn't it? Yeah. And it's just, just about understanding it how it sure. works. But because we're on that island, take like um, photos of like the awesome landscape. It was like making us want to learn. Yeah. Because you just wanted to capture those moments. Those and sick pretty moments. hard not to take a yeah, good we, photo there because everything's just like looks so beautiful. You yeah, just we just wanted to like I guess. We wanted to show people how lucky we were to be able to live on that island and work there. Yeah. Which made us made me want to learn more about photography so I could and you, like you learnt pretty quick, like I was there a little bit before you, but you picked it up pretty pretty quickly. Like in and within the space of like a couple of weeks you've been on the island we were all taking photos and Yeah, I think I realised that wow, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah. Like photography kinda of seems boring sometimes. And you just want to enjoy the moment, but yeah. it's also good, like, holding to on to those moments. Moment, yeah. And then posting them as well and sharing it with people, yeah. which is also which is pretty fun. So from where you were then when you just picked up a camera to where you are now, how have you kind of progressed? Like, what inspirations have you drawn? Well, to and be honest, ha- and I'm how still... Have you like, people might think now that, yeah, we've got it sussed out and stuff, but right now I'm still trying to find out. Still trying to find... It's kind of cliche. I was still trying to find myself in like where I belong in, in this like creative kind of industry. Like I love taking photos. Yeah. Um, but that's like you're like really creative in that kind of manner. Like you've always looking at new ways to capture sick content, and Jackson's always looking at new ways to um, edit and all that kind of stuff. So that's like obviously he's super passionate about uh, video, and you're super passionate about photo. I've kind of been, like, stuck on the in-between. Like, I loved being, like, in the shots and, like, mm. you know, just jumping off cliffs and surfing. I've also loved taking photos and yeah, also love editing. So I kind of still haven't found my, like, my thing yet, but I kind of just enjoy the whole, like, yeah. um, content, like, creation, like, capturing vibes and stuff. Like, I'm, I don't capturing know. Capturing the like, vibe. Capturing the vibes, like, like, kind of, like, what I've always based myself around from, like, when I first got Instagram, yeah. say. Yeah. But, yeah, even, yeah, I still, like, still takes a while, for, has taken a while to me to figure out what it is that I really want to get out of it mm-hmm. and, like, where I, like, where I, I think I belong in the creative scene. It's part of the journey <clears throat> kind of thing. But, yeah, like, I think I'll, But so. you probably got more of an idea than, like, 
where you what you wanted when you first started kind of thing yeah like um for sure um I'm really like interested in like kind of the surf vibe kind of um yeah. photography um definitely like always around the beach and stuff where mm-hmm. you're like also at the beach and then you're seeing like cool little vibey streets and stuff stuff like that yeah and um and what's but like you say, you're kind of finding your style, but you, if you look at your Instagram, you've got a pretty consistent but kind of taste in the style. Yeah, I've got, like, consistent, um, I guess, scene. Like, mm-hmm. it's based around the beach and all so that kind of stuff. So you've kind of got your taste for the scene. Yeah, but I... Even still now, I'm still struggling to find, like, a style I like. And yeah. I guess, like you said, it's part of the whole journey, but I've, like, would like to find a consistent style. Yeah. But I guess I guess my style is just beach vibes, but yeah, and whatever else we do. Mm-hmm. But like, it's still kind of like I feel like I'm like the past I guess like few months. It's been a little bit of a struggle trying to find like uh, more like inspiration and and like to be more creative and like keep like my Instagram page like going and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you're talking pretty pretty modestly about like how your content is like it's pretty. Oh, I love what like what pretty I'm elite t- stuff there that you got. I like what I'm taking and stuff like that. I wouldn't post it if I don't like it, but it's still trying yeah. to find that you, style I like. Like and, colors, you mean, kind of thing? Or? Yeah. Just I'm still trying to still like figuring that everything out still. Yeah. You know, like even with photography, I'm still learning and yeah. editing. I'm still learning. Um. Yeah, that's just the whole process, but yeah, <coughs> I still like find something I like, and then something else will change. So yeah, where you find a good style you've liked, and Jackson found a pretty good style and good video style. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I still right now I feel like a little bit like lost in that creative sense. But yeah, it's whole... do, do you enjoy do you enjoy that kind of feeling of being lost though? Like yeah, cause, kind of because you when you've got a style, there's an expectation I that think, you have to keep yeah. producing that style. I think but when you, you get like kind of content if you find that style. You're like, yeah, it's crazy. I'll just stick with this style. Yeah, or stick with what I'm doing, and people will just like it. Where it kind of like I guess it's motivating me to keep doing something different. You can have a little bit of a dabble in everything. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what. Uh, my role I, f- I find is is I just dabble a little bit of everything and but yeah um, still trying to find a style but like like you said um, yeah I don't know it's going forever about this kind of stuff yeah but what what about inspiration like you talked about the beach is there like photographers that you see and you like their kind of edits or their kind of composition kind um of- yeah, there's quite a few Instagrams. I like like the composition of like Do You Travel and like how he's just it's not all the same thing, it's all like yeah. Jack Marsh, it's all like different kind of stuff. Um he takes like and his edits are insane, it's sick. But I also like S- Stefan Howarth, I think his yeah. Instagram is. Just that like captures that sick beach vibes and um I like his Instagram style, like his editing style sick. Yeah. <coughs> it's um, pretty interesting how like a uh, one photo like even because in video it's pretty easy to kind of set a vibe because you set the setting and everything's moving and it's kind of how you see it but when it's just one moment it's mm. pretty interesting how like one moment can set a vibe and, yeah like, for sure really captivate your imagination like I think you're like pretty big on composition and and like also like pretty vibey with your photos but um I don't know I probably really like, composition probably doesn't matter too much for me. I would like, just capture mm. doing what I love doing and... That's so important, man. To, like, and just, like, capturing a vibe and just doing what I like to do. Yeah. With, like, some sort of, like, composition and that yeah. kind of sense. Because that's all about, like, embrace... There's no, like, the best thing... Well, the thing I love about the creative stuff is there's no right or wrong. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, there's no, like... It's not like maths where one plus one equals two. It's, like your style can be sick because mm. that's you and there's no one else doing anything different. So, like, yeah. even that, just that journey to finding what you, like, when you take a photo and you look at it and you're like, oh, yeah, like, I actually kind of, I, I like that. Mm. That's, it's pretty interesting stuff. Is yeah. that, what what other kind of thing attracts you to the creative industry? Is it is it that kind of stuff, like, where you, you can have your own style? Yeah, or? I just, like, I've always wanted to do, 
like when it comes to that kind of style like I guess like the way I dress I like to dress a little bit differently or say like if if we're the, wearing the same clothes I'm always like changing because I want to be just like kind of like individual kind of thing yeah um and that's I guess with the creative kind of scene you can be individual and you can find your own kind of path and style and how you want to create things mm-hmm. which makes it super exciting and and the fact that you get people that like your individuality and what you kind of create is like super inspiring and like pretty humbling yeah as well like you get people saying like oh like your feet it's pretty sick and like your style is cool <coughs> yeah like, so talk to it talk a little bit about more about that how like because even even happens to us now where we we that's how we feel about other people so when you're on the receiving end of that is that kind of invigorating and like motivating for you to keep searching for that or is it kind of like oh like thanks man or whatever and just like take it in your stride um i don't know it's still like i kind of don't see it in a way where it's like oh yeah see these people like love my stuff like and they keep like putting stuff out to like please them. It's like more I just do it kind of for myself and yeah. for the for the love of the game kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and it, and somehow it's just like I guess more and more people are starting to like what we're doing. Yeah. But yes, yeah, I don't know. Um, and what like you like as a as a creative, I remember a while ago you said you were talking about how. You, you felt really creative, but sometimes you didn't really know how to express it. Is that, um, how are you finding that kind of now, as you've progressed, are you able to express yourself through different avenues in photography, videography, like whether it be the way you dress or like a setting or like a place or like, what, how are you, how are you finding as a, someone that's kind of a bit more quiet and kind of figuring it out a bit mm. more? How's that, how's that going for you? Well, it's hard, yeah, it's always been hard, like, to express myself in that sort of way. I guess I'm always worried about, like, what people think a lot. Yeah. What I have been. Um, But I'm, like, slowly starting to, like, open up to the point where it's, like, it doesn't really matter what people think. It's, like, kind of what I think and what I want to do. And um, I think photography for me has, yeah, definitely been, like, a help in trying to express, like, the way I feel and, like, my sort of vibe on on life and like take on life and also videos and stuff. Yeah. Um. And before I started this, I was like getting like quite into music, which kind of helped like helped me to express how I felt felt about a lot of things. Yeah. And since we started traveling, I didn't have that <coughs> kind of in my hand all the time, so it was like more of yeah this creativity thing and photography and filming that helped me like kind of get it out and. It's pretty big, like, if there, you had that avenue of music to express yourself and get your feelings, like, and it the wasn't, thoughts off your head, and then all yeah. of a sudden it's kind of not there, you have to be like... It wasn't even to, like, express my feelings, to, like, I wasn't showing that to anyone but myself, really, Yeah, but it was just a good way to let things out, and I guess, like, taking photos and, like, feeling good about taking photos is, like, for me, another way that's helped, helped do that. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. And what about... Uh, it's pretty well known that you, the most well dressed Neverland boy, <laughs> have been a well very very well dressed man since day one. Always oh, have yeah. your fashion in check. Where are you, <laughs> where are you kind of drawing your inspiration from there? Um, I don't know. Because in a way, you can kind of express yourself in the way you dress as well. Yeah, I like I said before, I kind of like when someone sees you, they're like, oh, it look it looks like you're a pretty mm. easy going surfer dude. So that's like people can see the kind of guy you are from the way you dress. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't think about it as much, like, now you bring it up, uh, like, I, th- I guess it's I do. It's probably a talent in the th- if you don't even... <laughs> yeah, I mean, as well, like, I don't even think about it. <laughs> I don't know, when I was a kid, I was just like, fuck, yeah, like, I want to get those six skate shoes, like, I always wanted, like, the newest kind of, kind of stuff and the coolest kind of clothing. Yeah. I don't know, I just had that about me when I was a kid where I've always wanted this... And I like the way I dress and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Like, I guess, yeah. Appearances may have been like a kind of big thing, and mm-hmm. I, I kind of. I don't know. I pride myself on the way I dress. Sometimes, like, I don't like going out, just wearing crap. Like, yeah. You know. Um, 
probably yeah. explains why you always look good. <laughs> but for me, when I look in my suitcase, I'm like, oh, well, I probably just wear the same thing I yeah. yesterday. <laughs> well, I don't, it's funny, I don't know how you guys do it sometimes, wear the same shirts every day and stuff, but... I don't know, like I said before, I just... Or if I find an outfit, I'll be like, alright, I'm going to wear that for every day for the next mm. week. But you, wear, you, wear, you have the same amount of clothes, but you always seem to find a million different combinations <laughs> I just work. like to be a little bit different, and I'm trying to, like, bring that kind of, like, different individual kind of thing into, like, um, my, like, Instagram and my um, photography and yeah. all that kind of stuff. I guess it plays a big role in, like, trying to be a bit creative. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess. Well, mate, you've got like a pretty cool little <laughs> expressing yourself through f- your fashion and you're f- finding your style with your photos and stuff, and you're on the right. I like. You're on the right track, man. It's all downhill from here. It's all downhill. <laughs> you've hit the top, man. We're going downhill from here. Uh, but we've kind of got to start to head towards wrapping up a bit. For but sure. I wanted to touch on like, being away from home for so long and, like, you, we were talking the other day about how you've missed, like, the last couple of years of your younger brother growing up and, like, when you're at home and everything's, like, secure, like, mum's going to have dinner ready mm, at seven sure. if I'm home. I just wanted to kind of get your thoughts on, like, just being away from home and what it's taught you as yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, at first it was wicked. I was, like, so over home, went out, and that first year away was sick. Um, but it was also at the time... Well, like, my pop was, um, like, doing pretty, like, was pretty sick, and I've, like, kind of felt bad that I wasn't home enough to help support the family and stuff, and then when I got home as well, my brother just shot up out of nowhere, I was like, jeez, I've just, like, missed, missed yeah, him growing like, up, so. Such a little kid when we started. Yeah, and he just, like, hit puberty and just, like, shot up. He's a good-looking roost now, actually. Um, and, yeah, kind of, like, I guess it kind of pays the price, like, as as good as we have it, we also miss, like, the times, the important times we have at home with our family and stuff. He's developed into a bit of a legend as well as, as a rooster <laughs> as well, hasn't he? Yeah, but he's he's also graduating soon, um, and he's 18, yeah, and just be good to be home for that. Yeah. Um, but also, your mum's a pretty good cook, so to leave you cooking at home... To leave Jantel's cooking. Yeah, to canned food. To canned food, canned ravioli. Um, I mean, you've got a bit of a bit of a cosmic taste in the kitchen, though. Yeah, well, I'm trying to, like, see mum cook, and it's like, what? I've got to, like... It's taken a I've while, though, hasn't got it? Like, yeah. Since we left, where we're just like, oh, we just eat whatever, to now where it's like... I think I've, like, starting to enjoy cooking, yeah. which is cool, like, starting to make meals that are, like, super healthy, and that were, like, tasty, like my mum's, and... Yeah. But, yeah, being, being at home's... It's been kind of tough this year. I feel like it's been like really exhausting, um, and as good as we have it, like going from one job to another to another to another, we don't have time to really rest, and we don't have time to just take it in, it all in, and yeah, and um, like realize how lucky we have it in like every moment that we that we're um, in like a different country or something like that. Yeah. Um, so it's it can be super tiring. And, like, uh, sometimes I feel, like, a little bit ungrateful in, like, the places we are. Like, oh, we're in a sick place, but we've got to film every day. We just don't get that break to, like, take it in. And I think um, just going home is just going to, mm-hmm. like, refresh us a bit. Give you a bit of perspective. Yeah. And, and how good home is as well. Like, yeah, for sure. It's not like we're going home <laughs> and we're just going to be, like, living in, in the slums. Like, you've got a beautiful mm. family yeah, and exactly. beach down the it's road. It's always good to go home to that. But in saying that, yeah, I also wouldn't change a thing with what I'm doing right now. It's like, yeah, I'm super happy with life and where I'm at. But yeah, again, again, it's just like this year's just been super exhausting. And um, just be so with that you home. booked a ticket home. Yeah, see you later. So, I'm out here. <laughs> heading back to Australia tomorrow. Yeah, actually, been away that long. Um, Mum's uh, changed my room into a guest room. I told her yesterday that I'm <laughs> no coming. Longer. I told her yesterday that I'm coming home. She's like, "Oh, well, you don't have a room. Someone's actually staying in it this weekend. You're, you're in the laundry room on the floor. <laughs> Thank you. Not part of the family anymore, yeah, mate. You're a visitor. <laughs> but no, it'd be good to go home. I'm keen to see the family and got a couple. See my little brother as well. Yeah. Um, 
couple of cool things going yeah, on at home. I mean, I wouldn't be going home for no reason, I guess, as well. We've got like some big things coming up, which we're, we need someone home to help plan out. Um, so we've sent home the most organised <laughs> Organised did. <laughs> but again, like, I'm missing out on a trip, a cool trip. But at the same time, it's like, I, yeah, it's good to be going home as well. Yeah. So it's not, I'm not really losing out much, which is good. All right. And just to close off, we're going to ask every every guest on the show their uh, dream or goal for life. It doesn't have to be serious. You can joke around <laughs> or whatever. What's your dream, mate? And it, and it doesn't have to be a feature on Target Talk because we've ticked that one off. <laughs> uh, it was a feature on Target yeah, Talk. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> gee, I haven't really even thought about this, really. Um, my dream. Probably a lot of girls dream, mate. You probably... <laughs> <laughs> Worst nightmare, no. Um, I don't know, my, I guess... Just the... My dream is just to keep doing this, really, and, like, doing what I like doing with, like, my two best mates for as long as I can. Really. Pretty lucky to be yeah. living the dream. Yeah, <laughs> living the dream. As Jackson once said, follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. <laughs> and on that, we'll uh, wrap it up. Thanks a lot, mate. Thanks for having me, mate. Been a good Sorry chat. I talked a lot of crap, but... Uh, no, it's good stuff. It good stuff, that, and uh, have a safe flight tomorrow. Yeah, thanks. We should, should probably long, long. hit the hay. Yeah. It's uh, 3.30 in the morning. Three thirty. We're probably oh, not well, going to hit it now, though. We're, we're probably... always up late working, oh. working hard. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for that episode. It's been a sweet... When are you, when are you paying me for this, by the way? Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, uh, Jenny, you sort out the invoice? Yeah. All right. Sweet. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Speak to Jenny at reception. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Yeah. So that's a wrap for this episode. I hope you guys got a lot out of it. Oh, before you go, Zach... Um, where can people find you? So people have heard it, they've said, they're like, oh, I really like the sound of this guy, I really want to keep up to date with what he's up to. Where are they? Where can they Where can they find you? I'll um, be at home. <laughs> uh, Secret Harbour, if anyone wants it. Secret Harbour, Western Australia, he'll be there. <laughs> Otherwise, obviously, Instagram, Zach White, that's where you can find with three, three E's. Zach White, three E's, where you can find me and um, all my photos from a trip. Beach a trip vibes, travel vibes. Probably. Rooster vibes, good fashion vibes. Wouldn't wouldn't follow it, but if you like it, go ahead. If you feel like following it. <laughs> um, I'll pay you to follow me. <laughs> Alright, that's, uh, that's a wrap for the show. Thanks for tuning in. We'll have the next episode next week kind of been a bit unreliable with the uploading the last few weeks but it's been pretty hectic got a couple kind of chilled weeks now so hopefully we'll have some consistent episodes i feel like it would be a kind of spicy twang to be releasing it on a tiger talk on a tuesday but we'll aim for that if it doesn't happen then tiger that's talk what happens tuesday. so yeah maybe tiger talk tuesday <laughs> but we'll see what happens uh, thanks for tuning in. You can follow along on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, yeah, that's about it. I'll put them in the show notes as well as all the Zach's details. And uh, we'll see you next time. Ciao. That was sick.